When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A Dadsnet original podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. My name's Jim. I'm back to get a handle on this show that <laughs> seems to have run out of control while I was away. Good grief. Did you hear last week's show? Uh, not not for the faint heart. We've, we've only got you to blame, though, Jim. For not being here. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You are not allowed to go away. If you leave the kids alone, you know, on their own in the house. Exactly. They're Chaos gonna, ensues. They're going to mean, shit up. <laughs> this was what happens when adults are home alone. This you're the the adult Macaulay Culkins, all three of you, <laughs> yeah. and that is why you can't be trusted. On the show today, we're going to be looking at the big news story of the week that affects parents and all. Oh, aren't the exams getting easier? Says the same people over and over <laughs> again. We also ask the big question of the week, and it's about twins when one is very different from the other. And we've got under-overrated. Brad will be in the hot seat for that. But do let me introduce the panel. And because this week it was revealed that TikTok was the most downloaded app of 2020, it's taken them till August 2021 to work that out. But whatever. <laughs> I'm going to uh, introduce the panel based on the social media network that they would be. So um, Brad's with his conspiracy theories he's basically your Auntie Jean's Facebook feed that's, <laughs> that's what Brad is hello Brad uh, hello 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 <laughs> Um, Jack, well, we know Jack is the king of Instagram because uh, he's now at a mighty 91 followers after yes, we put out an appeal for Jack. followers for him. Yes. At Loose Dad's Jack. There we go. That'll be, uh, it'll be 93 by by Saturday. No, you're, kid, you're kidding. Anyone who was going to follow, follows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got Sparky, who is like Friends Reunited because he's disappeared. He's not here this week. <laughs> Do you remember Friends Reunited? What, what happened to it? I think the people who ran it sold it to ITV and then all of a sudden ITV just went, oh, I don't know what to do with it, and it <laughs> oh, collapsed. Oh, we're a TV company. <laughs> yeah, this isn't really our remit. What's what going they, on? Were they trying to do who do you think you are? And <laughs> I don't But just know. through Friends United, they were like, oh, this is limited. See, it's annoying because I have recently, I've kind of, you know when suddenly just some information pops into your head? And you think, oh, I, I want to know more about that. I, I remembered the name of a kid that I used to be friends with at school back in, you know, the mid 80s. And I was like, how do I find out? If Friends Reunited was here, I'd be able to find out more about him. But it's mm. not, you can't find it anymore. It's off the internet. But you 
Could can search for him on Facebook. Look at him on Facebook. Yeah, he's got quite a common name, though. <laughs> John, John Smith. Yeah. John Doe. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Can't believe I can't find him. Uh, anyway, if you want to know what the social network I would be is, uh, it'd be going round to somebody's house for a lovely cup of tea, the old school social network. So let's get on with the show. This is under overrated. Under. Over. Under. Over. Under. Over. Rated. It took Brad Under. this long to get that. Look. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually think I think it was actually. Oh, oh. Shit, sorry. Oh. Sorry, I thought no. I actually thought it was actually quite a good joke. <laughs> we just in silent appreciation for a bit, then decided to laugh. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. That's the way all of my jokes go down. <laughs> silent, uh, so yeah. it's appreciation. That's yeah. what it is. Uh, that's what I get in my house although the kids have both learned to eye roll which is uh, <laughs> seven and four that's too early oh no way but, too early yeah but they can do it and with great effect as well <laughs> <laughs> this is under overrated this is where Brad's in the hot seat and we fire a load of things at him and he just has to say whether they're underrated or overrated it's as simple as that Brad are you ready? 100% not ready because I screw okay. this up all the time but let's do it fine that makes for more interesting listening. Jack, what have you got for Brad? Okay, just because one went past a second ago. Motorbikes. Overrated. Don't like them. Don't see the point of them. They're a risky business. Get from A to B. Nothing worse. Nothing worse than when you're stuck on the M25 in massive traffic and you get some douchebag who's able just to weave in and out of everyone on his motorbike. Bizarre, just, Having- just jealousy. Having been on yes, the motorway... Yes, 100%. They are douchebags, and I don't like it. <laughs> having been on the motorway, stuck in traffic both ways to South Wales and back from where I live, hours and hours of driving, yeah. I appreciate that, yes. Yeah. When you're there and you've not moved for ages, and yeah. then, yeah, yeah, Johnny Motorbike yeah. comes down going, look yeah. at me, I'm getting to the front. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Oh, in, fact, in, fact, in fact, in fact, sorry, Jim, if you listen to the, the sound of the engine, it goes, smug, yes, smug, exactly. <laughs> twat, twat. I, I used to drive a 50cc Vespa uh, when I was 16, and I like to think I rode a motorbike, but I very much didn't. That, that's I was, more like I a wasn't penis over, vibrator. I wasn't overtaking anyone. Yeah. I, I was sitting in traffic because that was quicker. <laughs> you were causing the traffic, right? <laughs> By the way, I'd love to see, because you're a, a very tall man, mm. and they're quite small, aren't they, those 50cc yeah. Vespers? So this is why I had to get a Vespa. If anyone is looking for, if any tall man is looking for a, a moped, I don't know why he would be, but <laughs> uh, Vespers, Could walk will, quicker. Vespers will fit your legs. Interesting. Mm. I, I couldn't is... turn the handlebars of any other. Yeah. Any other <laughs> that is a, uh, a section of the Giacomo website I've never noticed before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, under overrated, ja- uh, Brad. Sorry, the theatre. Is it underrated or overrated? Are you talking about where they like Broadway? Broadway, the West yeah, End, yes. Oper- um, the uh, local, the local operating theatre, yeah, <laughs> the movie theatre. Um, uh, I would say they are very underrated. Interesting. Are you a? Do you like the theatre? Do you? I, are you a regular attendee? I don't go regularly, but when I do go, and I have been, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I think everyone that partakes in those, like the amount of time that they put into learning their lines and the choreography and the set building there's just so much to actually appreciate when you watch it i mean i can imagine that 
for the actors and, and, and the stage people that they are by the third show they're absolutely sick to death of it because they have to do it <laughs> three times a day or something crazy but for me I, I, I don't think I've ever gone and seen a show and not actually had a good time that's it and I think I think you forget about it as well don't you you know you, you book one in and you really enjoy it yeah and then you you just forget to go again yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I um I studied theatre studies at university I got a degree a 2-1 degree did you in really? theatre studies yeah yeah wow 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 um, so you know I'm, I'm quite up on my theatre I've, I've performed in many plays and uh, I don't think I've been to the theatre for probably 10 years now <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just one of those things that you never get round to doing as but, you say but is that is that because it's one of those things like I, I struggle to listen to radio now because I was a radio producer so I spend the whole time analysing it and dissecting the links and going oh, oh I wouldn't have done that there oh no <laughs> Oh, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. it's just that's like... That's not how I would have delivered that yeah. line. <laughs> See, that's that's what I have an issue with. Sometimes when I go watch a movie, I'll sit there and I go, oh, no, they shouldn't have filmed from that yeah. angle. Or, oh, no, that, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's exactly that. It's the fact that it's not such a common occurrence in your life. Unless you are an avid theatre goer, you're going to go like once, as you say, Jim. I mean, it's probably been probably about the same amount of time that... It, for me that it's been to go to the theatre uh, yeah. I'm like I'm desperate to actually go now just because there's there's some interesting shows that, that are on um, so yeah i definitely give it a go love it really really love it I'm desperate to go to just for the fun and the dress up is the Rocky Horror Picture Show do you, do you have to go dressed up? You don't Does have to. Does anyone go just in like jeans and t-shirt? <laughs> I'd imagine so, yeah. But then if the, if you do that, then you just better uh, write love and hate on your knuckles and you can pretend to be meatloaf. Right, okay. If you think about Good. it, so yeah. Good tip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack, have you got something for Brad? Uh, yeah, okay. Piercing your toddler's ears. Uh, overrated. I'd don't know why you would do you have to i don't there's no like written rule but there is a make, lot of people are you, make them look fancy <laughs> can't you just get clip-ons like fake clip-ons i don't know yeah. i don't know jim here we go you've got daughters what age did you have their ears pierced if they have no no my daughter's not got her ears pierced she would love to have her ears pierced but um no that's not happening for a long time but like that pain and also she doesn't really need it anything that she has she like she likes some jewelry for about five minutes and then discards it and wants something else. <laughs> so I'm not going through that. And the you know the pain of things dropping out and then you have to re-pierce the ears and do stuff like that. No, it's not worth the hassle. Mm. But, so but, she knows that's off the table anyway. All, all ear piercing is is decoration. And if you're piercing your toddler's ears, you're going. This toddler needs work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can, we like just, a, can we just put something on it to make it prettier? <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, a blank Christmas tree. You just need to just <laughs> yeah. prettify it up a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Where do you sit with it, Jack? Yeah. No. I. Yeah, terrible. Awful. Don't, <laughs> don't like it. Makes me uncomfortable. Makes me uncomfortable. Like what about a, like putting a toddler in a bikini? Don't. Do what it. what it about is, giving your toddler a Prince Albert? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hey, don't know who's listen, overrating that. Li- wait, listen <laughs> though, right? Well, listen. If 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 we can go and snip off their foreskin without their permission, why not just add a f- not? ball and chain onto it as well? 
Why not? There we go. Yeah. Political. Have you two been having a conversation behind the scenes going, we're going to make this week slightly more <laughs> controversial than last week, even though last week was pretty much where all rules went out the window. Well, last week was silly. This week we're being serious. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah. even topics, worse, I think. Big yeah. topics. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brad, here we go. New built homes. Underrated, overrated? Overrated. Right, okay, why is that? I think they just use cheap materials, the walls are not solid, and you can hear your neighbours sneezing and having sex as if they were in the room with you because they use, like, breeze blocks and cheap material. Well, that is something I didn't realise until my mum and dad moved into a new built home. Oh, and you heard them? You heard your folks. No, <laughs> thankfully not. But in the room where we stay, it's just underneath where their toilet is. And you can you hear, hear them in everything. the middle of the night going oh. for a week. And because they're of a certain age now, they go for a week quite a lot in the middle of the night. So, yeah. So you are he- you are hearing some release of bodily fluid from your yes, parents. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Thankfully, I suppose, if I was going to rank the, the fluids in terms of most disgusting, probably not up there. So that's fine, yeah. That's like mid-table. That's okay. When I was, uh, when I was 21, I came back to live with my mum from uni. And um, she was living in not a new build, but a, a house with real thin walls. And I hadn't quite realised this uh, till one day my girlfriend had stayed that night, uh, left, and both my mum and my sister came to me and said, Jack, the walls are really thin. And I, went, I don't think they are. They went, they went, go and stand in your sister's room. So I went and stood in there. They stood in my room and both went, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, point made, point made. <laughs> oh, God, who was it tweeting this morning? Like, oh, some journalist that I follow on Twitter that was saying, just by the way, if you're staying in the holiday let above the Keswick bookshop, <laughs> <laughs> that is a very thin floorboard and a squeaky bed, and we could all hear you. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, a, a story on that, though, we used to live in a block of flats uh, near a station, and there was like a cul-de-sac there, and below us lived a couple that used to go at it but they would have their window open and they were very noisy and loud and she was like you'd think he was killing her at some point anyway so at one point there was obviously a group of teenagers who were walking past and they were going at it and making all this noise and because it was in a cul-de-sac it kind of all reverberated within itself and it was like an echo chamber of some sort and these this group of people were, were they started cheering them on and belting out yeah from below there from that day on, never heard a peep from that couple. Oh again. no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you, I can't even imagine the embarrassment of finding out. Oh, so all this time, Ev- everyone can everyone hear us. Everyone can hear us. <laughs> I, I once uh, we were doing up a, a Victorian house, so you know there was lots of work that needed doing after after work hours. Yeah. Anyway, this house next door, constantly having sex. Um, it was a couple of young girls living there and they always had their boyfriends around and their bedrooms both backed onto our um, stairwell so it just it echoed around the house like you could just hear it all the time uh. anyway one night I did a bit of sanding got a text from them going could you keep the noise down please oh. like, it's, it's a bit late isn't it and, oh. you cheeky f- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got one more story on it on that this is really this is really really awkward right so just out of the blue one day Logan comes home from school and the, the kids are playing all of a sudden and the Logan just starts going 
ah, ah. I'm like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> now I'm sitting there going, oh my God, he can maybe hear us. Well, what, yeah. What's going on? And he's like, oh no, a friend of his at school keeps doing that. I'm like, well, obviously that kid at school is hearing his parents up to something. But I'm like, I said to him, I'm like, Logan, that sound is just inappropriate. I didn't get into a conversation as to why it was inappropriate. Yeah. But I was like, sometimes you just have to trust me. Yeah. Just yeah. stop. Just, you don't want to be going around in public making that noise, dude. Let's just kill it right there. I mean, and, and that's it. I've had to have the conversation with my kids about not doing an impression of their grandparents going for a wee. So. <laughs> This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet on the way. We're going to be talking about the big news story of the week. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet, where you can keep in contact with us through our Facebook group. It's the Loose Dads podcast. Just search for that on Facebook and join in the conversation, mainly having a go at Sparky about his croc habit. Um, Sparky's not here. If he's away this week, do you think he is? He's wearing those crocs, crocs, isn't he? Of course he is. is. He's in relaxation mode. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's flicked him out of... Yeah, 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 he's got the flat part. I was going to say, he flicked it out of, uh, what do you call it, action mode, and action now into relax mode. <laughs> okay, that's how you can tell. That's like in, you know, America where they have the post boxes where the flag's up, it means there's yes. mail in. If the flag's down, down. it means yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 In this case, you know, flag up or down, you're still a prick for wearing them. <laughs> yeah, exactly, 100%. And I, and I think he couldn't argue with that if uh, when he listens back to this. Um, because he... Uh, he, he was I mean he didn't instigate the impressions of me in the last week's episode. That was Brad that did that. Yeah, but it was. um Sparky let it happen as the anchor, I think yeah. later on, towards the end. Listen right to the end of the podcast. We'll do impressions of Sparky yeah. then. Cool. There's a, there's that's a it, that's it. You don't you don't blame the uh you don't blame the child for misbehaving when they're left alone. You blame the parent. No. Yeah, it's parent. So the then parent it, effectively indeed. by that that by that theory then, Jim, <laughs> yeah. you're yeah. to blame. <laughs> it's all on you, mate. Yeah. It's all on you, Jim. <laughs> Crap. Let's go and look inside the news. Uh, in the news this week, the news that affects parents, you may well have a child who has taken their A-levels, and the chances are they've done pretty well. Top grades for A-level results in England, Wales and Northern Ireland have reached a record high, 44.8% getting A-star or A-grades. Uh, in Scotland, they've gone slightly down, and there are lots of reasons behind this. You know, th- there's always at this point of the year, the same argument goes on. And it is, oh, the exams are getting easier, aren't they? Unless that year that it goes down where they go, oh, teachers are getting worse, aren't they? Like, <laughs> teachers can never win in this situation. Kids are shit this year, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this year, obviously, it's different. They didn't take the exams because of COVID. Um, so it's it's been an assessment, and like kind of assessment from the teacher. And I heard someone on the radio discussing this the other day, and they were saying it like it was a bad thing. They were going, well, you know... Normally with the exams, it's based on that one three-hour session and, uh, you know, the, the, the pressure situation, whereas this, it's, you know, they're taking over the course of the scheme of work. And they said that like that was a bad thing. I mean, it's <laughs> difficult to compare with other years, yes, but surely when you go out into the world of work, it's a lot more like a continuous observation than a 
three-hour pressured exam, isn't it? Surely that's that shows that the exam system doesn't work as it normally should in the way that we normally do it. But um, I don't know, there'll be lots of arguments because people tend to like to get angry about these things. <laughs> so um, A-levels... How did we all do in our A-levels to start off with? Um, I, I imagine there's some kind of South African version, is there, Brad? Uh, and this is where I always get stumped. Your curriculum jargon over here confuses the hell out of me. <laughs> really? Um, so basically in South Africa, our school years run from January to December. None of this September to July crazy right. stuff. Um and so you got your primary school, which I guess is the similar to years. So you got grade one to grade seven, which I guess is uh, year Reception, one. Year one. Year six. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then you got grade eight to grade 12, um, which is our matriculation. And then after matric, Sorry, so what is it? matriculation, your matric year. Matriculation. Matriculation. That's what you need. Is that, so is that, have you translated that word from Afrikaans or no. not? No, it's an actual word, dude. <laughs> what? I, I don't know the word. <laughs> um, but anyway, so at, at, at the end of matric, you basically just do your, your matric exams. So, but then we don't have like A levels, O so levels, A O E. What's matric? What is it? Uh, so that would be grade 12. Secondary so, school. Yeah, the end of secondary school. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's just but what it, you call it in South Africa. Yeah, we don't have like A levels, E O O levels, A O E O levels. Yeah, e, I mean, e, don't, I, take, e, the, I, o. don't um, take the piss out of ours with your matriculation. <laughs> no, but dude, it's just a simple structure. It's crazy over here. So, like, I've so, so, so many simple, times. So, you so called many, it matriculation matri- because it's the, it's called your matric year. So you you, you matriculate. <laughs> oh, oh goodness right. I matriculate he she matriculates <laughs> obviously Jack what are you talking about it makes sense yeah exactly um, where's so, Brad oh he's just matriculating yeah yeah he's just I, matriculating behind, thought, the, uh, behind thought, the shed I thought that's what you do when you're an old man and you uh, you can't finish peeing at the end <laughs> you matriculate <laughs> I say old man I'm 32 uh, you know what though it does, it does uh, now that you guys are taking the piss it does sound ridiculous but anyway going, <laughs> going back to it um i don't know what a levels are <laughs> all right what did you do in the did you get to did you get to ever um narrow down what you did as part of the curriculum too because when you get to a levels it's, you get to narrow it down to yes. like three courses and actually well, to be honest a lot of people don't do a level so maybe that's a silly question anyway but did you get to that point y- yes so i think it's in it's in about standard seven which i guess would be year eight over here in age if you had to you basically do an exam in that one at the end of that to then determine what subjects you'll be doing for the rest of your high school career. So a bit like GCSE, sorry. Oh, you see, but, here we go, E-I-E-I-O. But, <laughs> but sorry, did you, you say you take an exam and that determines what you're going to be doing? So you do a set of exams, yeah, based on, because like when you start high school, you're pretty much doing all subjects. 
But do, but do you choose what subjects you're going to be doing after that? Or does uh, the exam tell you, no, you're going to be doing this? The the exam after that will determine what you're allowed Whoa. to do. Whoa. Yeah. No. Oh, no, what yeah. if you have a really bad day on a so subject you like and I, a really good day on a subject you hate? Well, that's, oh. that's, that's kind I, of what I happened. I was good at maths. That, this is I what happened it. with me. <laughs> this, this, this is what happened with me is I was never really good at maths, but I was really good at science. But because I didn't do well on my maths, I couldn't take science. Oh. Right, yeah, okay. so I ended up the doing... curse of matriculation. Well, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, Jack, did you do A levels? I did. Yeah, just just normal old A levels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he did the South Africa. He did the A levulation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what what did you do for your A levels? So I did uh, French, English language, media studies, and then I did an AS in maths because I got. I got hard and it was shit. Um, what is I an got, AS? Is that like advanced studies? It's, it's like one year of your A-levels. But, it's like a half A-level. Yeah, half an A-level. Do you see why it's I got confusing? three and a half A-levels. For a foreigner, it is so confusing. <laughs> I guess I guess it's as ridiculous as saying matriculation. No, <laughs> no, it's a standard system. This you got so many different acronyms. for uh, Dude, I, like, I can't... Uh, Anyway, I, I got I got an A in English, a C in media studies, ironic, and a D <laughs> in French, which I don't use. So I use English and media quite a lot. Well, okay, so you know those were sort of guided you towards maybe what yeah. you're doing now, mm, didn't they? Yeah, sort of. Sort of. It was a, it was a lot of money to spend on um, on something I really didn't need. Oh, no, wait, I'm talking about university now. (laughs) (laughs) I've got confused. (laughs) But that's another thing, because a lot of these kids now, the the big problem with so many kids doing well at A-levels is that universities are going to be oversubscribed and they're already under the cosh a bit for having not been able to offer necessarily full courses for people for the last year because of mm-hmm. covid people not being able to go into classes and things like that do do you, do these kids need to go to university what do you think brad what do you reckon no 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 i think um i think it's been brought to everyone's attention on multiple occasions that you as a parent would spend 20 30 40,000 if not maybe more on your child's uh, university studies for them to get a job in a field Nowhere near the, what they studied. Sorry, um, sorry, not you as a parent. You as an eighteen-year-old child. What? Well, yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> Goes, so you, yes, you as an in- I'll take twenty-one thousand pounds worth of debt. De- Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, what, what are you going to do with all this? All this education you've bought, Jack. Nothing. I'm going to play World of Warcraft. <laughs> I feel like and we've hit a sore spot here. Pay for World of Warcraft as well. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> oh gosh, I think we've hit a sore spot. Um yes. So anyway, I, I, I echo what, what Jack says is that no. I think um I think networking and learning about your interests and your hobbies earlier on and working towards them is probably gonna do you better than obviously if you're gonna if you wanna be a doctor, different different kettle of fish because yeah, you need yeah, to study yeah. you that that you can't just be like, yeah, I'm gonna go and um go on Wikipedia for a few hours a day and learn how to be a doctor. Um, but I think most of the, most of the topics, uh, like, like why do they give subjects of like, yeah, let's get a, a history or an art degree or a, 
I mean, we've already discussed my theatre studies degree, so let's not <laughs> let's not have too much of a go at that. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, but, well, but upon reflection, though, Jim, do you think that that for you was worth it? At the time, uh, obviously, you thought it would be, but retrospectively. It's, it's difficult for me to say because I went before tuition fees. So uh, well, right. I was the last right. year yeah, before yeah. tuition fees. So the, I didn't get a grant. Um, I, I took student loans, but I didn't have to pay tuition fees. So for me, it was definitely worth it because, yeah, I didn't do a lot of learning. I I blagged a lot because it was an English literature and, and theatre studies degree, and I put very little work into the English literature. I basically <laughs> noted down what the lecturers had said in their lectures and in the seminars and re-argued those things because I knew that's what they wanted to hear <laughs> and the, which kind of has helped yeah. me in my career now because that's what I do is <laughs> I, I, I praise the information and put it in a palatable form um that's that is literally my job so um so that's good and the theatre studies I really enjoyed and did that but a lot of it for me was the social thing I got to mm. it was like a safe way of, of moving out of home yeah with like a massive safety net there admittedly now it's not quite the same when you've got this huge amount of uh, of tuition fees and stuff it might well be different i'm not sure i really have to think about that but for me i had a crack in three years and uh it was really good i think and and you know you know the the amount of debt now is that you get into is um you know is laughable in comparison to uh, Jim's, you know, shilling a week that he had to pay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I did, I mean, I, I did university radio while I was there and that's another way to kind of get into doing sort of something that I wanted to do. And then, I, you know, I did a 20-year career in radio, so that was lead student radio I mean, I mean yeah I mean being a, a t-boy does count as working in radio right so yeah exactly because yeah. Yeah. you know some people can't go on air without a cup of tea yeah, so exactly. a good old cup of Yorkshire yeah sometimes you've got to remember one sugars two sugars it's you know it's not as easy as it looks old brats <laughs> and and Jim back to the uh, you know back to the subject at hand you've asked us about RA levels did A levels exist or you know what, yes. or what were you doing <laughs> Can I just say, <laughs> last week there was a lot of discussion of my age going, oh, it's normally calmer than this because Jim's so old. Two of the big topics you discussed, gardening and Eric bloody Clapton. <laughs> we did it ironically. <laughs> you, might as well have discussed, <laughs> you might as well have discussed supermarket baggy jeans with pointy shoes and stuff. <laughs> anyway... Another news story. Uh, Jack, do you have one? Yes. Um, I feel like we addressed that one really well. So uh, do you know, have you heard who's been on holiday to my neck of the woods? To Norfolk. Yeah, to Norfolk. No, who's been on holiday to Norfolk? Only bloody Banksy, allegedly. Banksy's been to Norfolk? (laughs) Yeah, unconfirmed, but um, (laughs) (laughs) there have been a, uh, a spate of vandalisms. Uh, across <gasps> the uh, east coast so you got uh three suspected banky banksies i think in Lowestoft, a couple in galston one in great yarmouth two in great yarmouth actually and uh yeah is, so is, you know we, it's, it's pretty cool to live in norfolk right now is 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 are you sure it wasn't the norfolk rip off of wanksy um, unconfirmed, as I say. Oh yes, all right, fair enough, dude. Fair enough. <laughs> well, I've heard Wanksy's quite uh, quite proud of his work, so yeah, he is. He I'm is. Sure, he'd be um, you know, 
See that I like the fact that it's on the rooftop. He couldn't help but ejaculate that fact. You know what? It's not hard to think of a joke for that, Jack. Go on. I think hard. Oh, hard. You see, I I like that Banksy during the summer months has decided to do a tour of coastal towns. That's exciting, right? Yeah, that's very good. It's 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 indicative of where we are as a country now taking these locations. Mm. I mean, I, like the, I mean, his art doesn't shine us in a, a very good light. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he never goes to particularly kind of praise a place, no, does he? No, so, no, no. no uh, the, one of the ones was uh, a rat on a deck chair by the beach um, with a cocktail glass under a drain that was just dripping water. Yeah, that's lovely. a lot of stuff, but, though. That's a lot of stuff. But whose whose wall was it on? Because they're gonna that's going to be worth a fortune, isn't it? Uh, the council. Uh, well, he did, he did one in Cromer. He did one in Cromer, right? Which is where I uh, coach basketball, and that was cool. But he's done it like right where the water's just going to wash it away. Like this is the part I, I find it hard to believe, right? Is like, like, like I mean, it's really, really awesome that no one's really revealed his identity. But like, come on, like who's not going to spot someone doing some graffiti work in all of these places at some point, right? It's yeah. cra- it's crazy. It's 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 almost like he doesn't really exist, and he's just a magician. I, I, so how do they get? There? I mean, they do get there somehow, though, don't they? That's yeah, the but, yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah, it's, it's it's like surely, like if someone was there in the middle of the night with a a, f- a floodlight on a wall to try and get some light so they could quickly do a drawing, someone's gonna see it. So you, one think? of the one of the ones that he did was in a model village. Um, and he'd written "Go big or go home," which is sort of like his uh, very his cool. phrase uh, on this little thatched cottage, um, and they'd put it in the model village. And apparently, that model wasn't there before, so he hasn't gone in and sprayed it on. He's taken this thatched uh, cottage. Okay. But I read this thing where a professor was saying, "Of course, Banksy's got this whole team of people who could create these miniatures for him and do all this sort of stuff." And I thought, "Well, hold on, it's not Banksy now." Yeah. This is Banksy's team, his Banksy yeah. collective. But that's uh, how that's how a lot of artists were, though, isn't it? Because Damien Hirst has got his team of people, and don't forget the original Santa. He has his team of people. <laughs> well, yeah. He goes out to <laughs> the, true. the original vandal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, they, there's a rumor that it's uh, Robert Donaya from um, Massive Attack, isn't there? There is, yeah. Yeah, but uh, that was fueled by Goldie because Goldie went. Uh, he was asked about Banksy, and he went, "Oh yeah, I like what Rob does, but um, uh, <laughs> like, mm, shut up, uh, shut up, Goldie." <laughs> but then I feel like that's quite a lot of information to extrapolate from just Rob. Yeah, but I assume <laughs> that, that be, also uh, because they were Robert from Danny the same Jr. kind of scene, <laughs> and also Danny because Jr. that has been the rumor. I don't think there's ever been a rumor that Robert Downey Jr. Oh, maybe, was Banksy, but we could start that. Uh, definitely. Maybe she was talking about Robert Mugabe. Maybe. Uh, well, because Goldie, oh. Goldie, Goldie, the um, the the DJ though, the, with the gold teeth, not Goldie Horn. Uh. Goldie the bloke. Uh, Does that make it less likely that it's Robert Mugabe or more likely? I don't know. It's confusing. I don't know because Robert Mugabe used to steal everyone's money like a bank. So Banksy, Rob. Ah, oh, come on. Yes. Oh. oh. Now, and haven't heard from him for a while. Exa- exactly. Yeah, true. 
Exactly. Now, Jack, Jack, you're too young for this reference. Brad, you're too foreign for this reference. But this is like the uh, the clues on the game show 321. If anyone remembers that, please get in contact. The Loose Dads podcast Facebook group. It's basically, <laughs> on, there were a, write your name on a postcard. And yeah, send exactly. It send it in to uh, Box, Children's BBC. Something. But they used to have these clues. The people used to have to guess what the prizes were based on the clues and that were given to them by performers who were performed like a variety show. And one of the prizes was Dusty Bin. The, that was the booby prize. And the clues were all just massively obscure. And the host, Ted Rogers, used to go through them going, uh, I'm a monkey, but I'm not a tree. Monkeys, monkeys, they live in zoos. Zoos start with Z. Z is what you uh, comes out of your mouth when you're snoring. Z, 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 Z. Snoring, you sleep in a bed. Bed that's called in covers. Uh, you've got pillows on there. Pillars sounds like pillows. It's a pillar box. That's what, kind of what it would... That was the sort of bizarre chain of events they would go through to work out what these clues were. That sounds, like, sounds like Brad's exam system. It does. It's the matriculation of British TV in the 1970s and 80s. Can I ask, though, how do you spout out that much crap off the top of your head? Like, you literally just went in as if you were the host. Mate, he does it every week. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, it's one of those special skills I learned when I wasn't going to lectures you were like, in you, the three years at university. You were like the uncool Eminem with that little rap. <laughs> <laughs> and that is going on my LinkedIn right now. <laughs> the uncool Eminem. Uh, Brad, what's your story? All right, so basically... The real Jim Shady. Sorry. The real oh, Jim Shady. Yes. yes. There we go. <laughs> Seven and a half mile. <laughs> oh, that is genius. The real Jim Shady. Yes. All right, guys. So mine's not necessarily an article, but it is, well, it's not news, but it's an article that's come out uh, a couple of days ago to basically say the 20, there are 20 good reasons not to have children. And, um, I just, uh, only well, 20? <laughs> yeah, and, and I wanted you guys to keep a score of how many of these might be applicable to you. Okay, got a pen and paper. All right, so number one, kids are bad for your romantic relationship. Yep. Yeah. Uh, number two, <laughs> kids cost a lot of money. Yep. Number three, kids will make you sleep deprived. Yep. <laughs> number four, kids are bad for your sex life. That's kind of like number one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Number also true. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, am I on five or six now? I've forgotten. Six, uh, six five, 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 five. five. Um, kids are terrible for the environment. They are. Yeah, they're, yeah, true. Yeah, they create a lot of waste packaging. They do it, which follows on to the next one. Number six: babies make a lot of trash. Oh, like, so much. Like yeah, uh, non-disposable nappies and right, so forth. And, and it stinks. It's awful. And they're always chucking their cigarettes on the floor as well. So. Yeah, they are. Bastards. Bastards. Number, s- number seven. Kids can hurt your earning power. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> number eight. Kids can make it tough to get an education. Uh, for us all day. I'm just reading up on that one because that is a bit weird. If you wanted to oh. get an education, further education. Further edu- edu- yes, further education, that oh, is. Yes, yeah. it would make oh, it yeah. tough. You'd have very little yeah. time. I see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go back into education. I've, I've educated enough. I've learned enough. My <laughs> yeah. head's full of useless shit. <laughs> so I don't need any more. About theatre. Yes, yeah, theater. exactly. All right, so I'll do this in, in, in the homage to theatre. Kids can cause you to lose friends. 
Yeah, don't know what friends are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, number 10 kids except are, for you guys obviously uh, kids are bad for your health because you end up eating a lot more junk food because it's easy and convenient yeah, yeah. Um, uh, here's a good one number 11 kids are bad for your mental health yeah uh, number, tw- number 12 kids <laughs> hello Citalopram <laughs> hello Citalopram I'm on the max dose myself uh, number 12 kids can stress you out uh, yeah. C, C, C number 11. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number 13, kids can damage your social life. Yeah. Uh, 14, uh, kids can lead to divorce. Wow. That's not yeah, happened for me I yet. Mean, <laughs> that sounds like a blaming situation that, there. That does, whatever. yeah. That, that one's a bit, I wouldn't, yeah, that one's a bit unfair, really. I've not, I've not experienced the, that one yet, so. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, I like to say, yeah. <laughs> I'll leave that Let's one rule anything out. <laughs> uh, number 15, kids contribute to climate change, which is kind of, I guess, same as they're bad for the environment. Yeah. Uh, 16, kids kill your me time. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeez. 17 kids. What's me time? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's where you matriculate. Um, oh, kid, number 17, kids' education costs a fortune, which obviously we were discussing earlier about university costs and so forth. No, sorry. Uh, 18, kids don't move out these days. Yeah, that's not kind not. of also about the economy, though. That's the state of the world. That's not fair, I think. Well, it's also not got there yet. My yeah. oldest is three and a half. I think it would be unfair to... Yeah. And has he, mo- has he moved out he yet? He hasn't, no, to be no, fair. No, well, there no. you go. And, and, and to be fair, though, like, obviously, now my kids... Uh, my kids, my parents have uh, moved into our property. So, technically, my kids, my parents haven't moved out. <laughs> they moved in with us, so... So, 20 reasons not to have parents. And not to have parents. Uh, number 19, kids wreck your car, which is a definite. Yeah. And the final one is kids ruin your clothes. So, yes. out of that list, guys, I'm, I'm safe to say 19 of those are applicable to me. I've got 18. Yeah. Ooh. Because... Oh, okay, if you... Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, actually, you're right, 18 then. Sorry, I was, and, I was still stuck I, on the I'm parents not, thing. And I'm not divorced. Yeah, yeah. So I'm the same like, as you. Yeah. Like, like by a thread, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Is, it, is it 18? 18's all around then. Um, and we'll... Uh, so uh, taking that into consideration... Let us know your how, score. How, <laughs> yeah, how, how fucking nuts are we for having kids? Right. Yeah, well, this is too late, isn't it? Maybe if yeah, we've read know, this a number of years ago. But maybe Although, there's someone out there who was thinking about it who we've just... We've just saved them. Well, and they've, all they've of this. downloaded this podcast to go. I'll see what it's like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll see how broken and these men are. If you really want to be put off parenting, listen to last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just while we're on the news, uh, can we just mention the anti-vaxxers who went to protest against the BBC News operation by going to a building that they've not occupied for uh, nearly a decade? So well done to them. Um, and I'd just like to say to them. Do your research. This is Loose Dads from the Dads Net. On the way, we've got the big question. You can find out more about that in a little bit. It's Loose Dads from Dads Net. I've got Brad, I've got Jack, I've got no Sparky. He's not here this week, but we will be doing impressions of him before the very end of the show. Ooh, (laughs) that was very good. I had to make up for last week's. Are we doing them now? Are we doing them now? Or are we waiting? Oh, should we just do them now? Yeah, Go just- on. Then. <laughs> yes, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> just it's just the laugh, isn't it? It's the laugh. <laughs> Whoa. 
You two are very good at Sparky impressions. <laughs> oh, but abs- I was absolutely shit of yours, I'm afraid, Jim. Yeah, no, that's it. I mean, well done to Jack for having a go at my impression. Um, Brad and Sparky really lacking. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Oof. D. Terrible. D's. Yeah, D's all round. Jack, me. I think a good B minus. There oh, we go. Right, I'll take it. <laughs> But the, I think you're up there in the A stars in the week of the A levels going very well for your Sparky impressions. I'm very <laughs> impressed with both of them. Yes. yes. Uh, this is Loose Dads. Let's have a look at the big question. The big question of the week. Uh, this is a big question from a Dadsnet member. Uh, this is from Colin, who's on one of the Dadsnet groups on Facebook, and he says this. Hey, Dads, I need some advice on dealing with a defiant child. My four-year-old daughter constantly defies me and my wife. She won't do anything she's asked to do. For example, she won't wash her hands, brush her teeth, pull her leggings up, get ready for bed, sit down, choose a story, get dressed or undressed. <laughs> she refuses point blank, tells us not to look at her, demands the other parent, screams, slams doors, and then blocks anyone coming to her room. She's got a twin sister who's very good, to be fair. I know it's probably a, fra- a phase or attention-seeking or her trying to be the opposite of her sister, but my wife and I are losing our minds. We don't know how to deal with this. Any advice is appreciated. Mate, kids are pricks. Yes. <laughs> like, like, God, I, I relate to so much of that. <laughs> Just And if anyone finds out an answer, I'd love it. I'd love to know it. I've got a three and a half yeah. year old and it's just, that's life. Actually, the two year old's worse. The two year old's right, okay. more defiant. Oh, really? Do you think that's a younger sibling thing? Because that's a stamping oh, of authority, no is it? No idea. But you, you say to him, Harry, we're going to, uh, we're just going to tidy up now. He goes, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, um. Could you imagine if you did that <laughs> in the real world? Your boss asks you to do a task and you're like, nah. No. Yeah, ha- nah. Harry, could you go put this uh, put this nappy in the nappy bin? No. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um. Oh, also, I don't know what to do here because you're two and you don't have the power of reason. That's yeah. that's quite tough. Four is also still quite young as well, isn't it, yeah. Colin's daughter? Um, it is a tough one. This, especially when there's a twin who like it's like the old story of the evil twin and the good twin. Like it's just, I'm not calling your daughter evil, obviously, <laughs> but it is. It's almost like a cliche, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I guess that there's probably something to do with that in this behaviour. I mean, with any behaviour like this, there's something behind it a reason behind it and as we've discussed before it could be a massive reason some horrible thing or it could just be something minor that the the child has just got into their head and is affecting how they how they sort of act and behave I mean it might be something as silly as I mean it sounds like as you say the one is so well behaved and then obviously the other one isn't and maybe they praise the well-behaved one a lot so maybe the the the, the disobedient twin you know is yeah it does it does that to does, get the recognition to, to, to get exactly the, exactly the because attention. they 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 want attention regardless yeah. of it being a negative attention they just want the attention yeah. maybe yeah. it's a but it's i mean this is a really really hard one to kind of i mean this this is something that oh, gosh they the, I, I would suggest I mean, trying to seek professional assistance on this one 
um, whether that be a, a child psychologist or speaking to, you know, because there's something whether or not, I don't think even any of us could advise that would help get to the root of this. And as you say, four is a very young age to understand like why they feel that way. Hmm. I mean, because this, I mean, even uh, Cole is, is turning seven soon. And even for him, sometimes his emotions are so hard for him to cope with that he just has this momentary outburst and then he's okay. So like for a four-year-old, I can imagine that would be very hard to kind of discuss and try and get to the root of. But then you say you say about child psychologists getting, you know, help. Get, like all of that is is seeking for a fix, is seeking for an answer that, you not know, kids, fix, kids are... It's just not necessarily the way kids. Not necessarily, not not necessarily a fix, but like, for instance, like let's let's just say, um, and I've been convinced on this for many times, and Shay will sometimes disagree with me on this. Is I'm convinced that Cole is on the spectrum because of how uh, because of how he he is, and if I had a clinical diagnosis to say, yeah, he is, I think myself, I would probably be a lot more understanding of sometimes when he has these random outbursts or whatever. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd kind of be like, okay, I know he's not just being a prick. Yeah. <laughs> that there is an actual reason for this. Yeah. But, but so this um, is this is what I'm saying. I think, I think I, I don't know, it's probably this human element in us. We want, we want to know for sure what it is. You know, we want to know this is what has caused that and therefore I can address that and I can fix that. Or yeah, I yeah. can, or I can adjust my reactions to it. Yeah, uh, like we were convinced uh, Jake was ADHD for ages. I mean, he's only three and a half, but he's calmed right down now. But for a yeah. long time, we were like, it's got to be something. There's got to be a name we can put to this to justify it. And actually, it wasn't. He was just being a dick. It was just two and a half three and it's a really hard age <laughs> but I, I think with a with yeah. a child psychologist you, you don't necessarily need to find a, a diagnosis or, or something like that you just need to maybe help you find some of the things that might be contributing so mm, I, I would yeah. also suggest talking to if if she goes to nursery or or school i suppose she could go to school as well uh if you go to those places and just say you know is there anything that happens at school or nursery is there anything that goes on is you know just exactly. to find out exactly and, that and you've talked about this jack as well uh, about having one-on-one time yeah with yeah. your kids as yeah. well i think that might be especially for twins i imagine mm-hmm. it's very difficult to get one-on-one time because you know there's two of them and they're exactly the same age and uh, so maybe you know having one-on-one time could maybe just help you see a little bit of the other side of it to maybe see some of the factors behind it because um, it's I, also it's also good to know because like cole is or in fact both of the boys are so different when they're separated and with either one of us so like if i go out with logan i mean logan's a good kid anyway if i go out with cole he will be as good as gold on that timeout. yeah shay and i are together at home he will probably nine times out of ten be a bit of a dick to her it's it's weird. It's weird, and as you say, like yeah, I mean, Jack, one hundred percent. There might not be anything behind this other than the kid seeking attention, and maybe there's just a communication thing, or a or a time needs to be spent with her to understand. So yeah, there's obviously all these things you can do at home to kind of try and isolate it, and like you said, Jim, also find out how she is at school because if she's as good as gold at school, then you know whatever she's feeling is something she's feeling at home. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, it, I think it's, that, it's a tricky one. That that is a really good point about you know breaking them up and are they do they act like that when they're alone? Yeah, because because yeah, you're right. If if they don't act like that when they're alone then you know it's an attention thing. You know yeah. it's, it's it's vying for attention. It's something point. about that environment when everyone's together that's making her act that way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's it, guys. I think um, I think we should Soft be off it. to university for so, our um, yeah. child psychology uh I think uh, we've just sessions. completed it, haven't we? We've yeah. just completed parenthood. Yeah, I think <laughs> we've we <laughs> Yes. What, sh- what shall we move on to next? I think the space race is up there. <laughs> yeah. This needs to be the... Uh... <laughs> the end That's very of the moment, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, Colin, there you go. That, that's basically it. I think, you know, just try everything that you can. Try and find out. There's, there's something behind it or some set of things behind it. And you've just got to kind of work your way through and try and find as many of those as possible and and see if you can make any differences but yes obviously professional help is always always a good option who'd have thought professional help would be better than three chances off the internet (laughs) talking about your problems (laughs) who knew (laughs) who knew exactly i have i have actually heard of um of quite a good child psychologist um what's her name's super super nanny (laughs) <laughs> give her a go give her a go <laughs> did she matriculate by the way <laughs> yeah oh. in, um, in child superness <laughs> excellent she you guys are knobs <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even want to do that she was just really good in the exam she actually wanted to do computer studies <laughs> she wanted to be a thespian darling <laughs> a thespian <laughs> Uh, if you've got any questions about parenting, you want to know anything more, get any advice, ask for help, help other people as well, get onto the Dad's Net forums on Facebook. There's loads of groups there, private groups, local groups, interest-based groups, and also dadsnet.com is the place to go for information. Also, check us out on Facebook at Loose Dads Podcast or also on anywhere that you get your podcasts and leave us reviews, share it with your friends, tell them all about this and tell them that that last week, that was just a blip, right? That was a blip. Jim wasn't around. (laughs) It got out of control, but this week's been calmer, right? Even with some of the chat earlier on. Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. And we've done done our Sparky impressions. Yeah, Yeah. I don't don't even think we need... Do we need Sparky back? Because... You know, I think we could probably between us we could pick up on on, on his um, contribution. To the well, and if, if not, I've got enough of him recorded to yes, just clip yes. him up and drop <laughs> him in. <laughs> and also, he already admitted that he doesn't contribute any of his own material, does he? He gets Very his missus true. to write everything for him. So that's it. It could be like. Do you think it- It'd be like one of those programmable voice boxes. We just get SJ to to send in his content for the week, and then get all his all his vowel sounds and all that remote stuff I've got recorded. <laughs> it's like Alexa. Yeah. So we could have a Sparky Alexa. Hey Sparky. Yes, lads. <laughs> I think also yeah, if he could be one of them that just randomly just just jump in with Crocs are amazing. Just every every once in a while, people would genuinely think he's there. So it doesn't matter. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Uh, this has been Loose Dads. Make sure you listen next week. We will be back in your podcast player of choice next Friday. You can't be a proper adult if you don't like fish. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast. <laughs> <laughs>